That knows why you're here. We know, we know, we know why you're here. You know why you're here. We are all aware of why everybody is here. It's Yif time, baby. Ooh woo, <laughs> ooh woo, oh woo, and mmm. <laughs> My name is Matt, and I'm not a furry, but uh. <laughs> I'm liking the direction the season went in. I'm thinking that maybe the de- the female deer should have more of a role, but that's just me. That's just me throwing out ideas. I'm not a showrunner, but I'm just thinking that maybe the deer... What's that deer's name? Cosmo? Cosmo. That's her Dang. stage name, at least. Oh, well. I'm. It's good to know that someone else out there suffers from the same condition like me, because uh, whoever animated that scene, I got you. And I'm Audrey, putting my best foot forward. Well, here we are once again. It's another episode of the podcast. The podcast that just doesn't stop podcasting. I'm really, I, I really, uh... Did you get the joke? I feel like you didn't get the joke because I didn't hear any reaction from you. Okay, I nearly need you to sh- workshop that joke around. I, I, I did not get the joke. Okay, and just like my role model, Louie, I'm putting my best foot forward. Do you get it? Okay, yeah, now I get it. Now I get it. Now I get it. Okay, pity laugh. <laughs> I pity laugh for you. <laughs> Goriki? Is that you? Okay. <laughs> We should really just we should really just make an applause bot for the Discord server for every time one of us is trying to be funny. We'd wear it out. Yeah, we really would. It really would just be constantly. That was a joke. Please, it'd be like <laughs> Jeb Bush all over again. Please laugh. Well, back by popular demand, it's us talking about furry garbage because hey, you guys seem to like the first B Star season review. So mm-hmm. here we are again because we depend on you to like us and listen to this show. So you liked it? Come back. I mean, we gotta follow the audience. We gotta get that furry. We gotta get that furry vote. Hey, the furry money is where it's at. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if we had a Patreon, which we were supposed <laughs> to have at this point, but people are just too lazy. Did I mean, like, if you furries wanted to chase that Patreon money, I'm not saying that we would do all furry anime reviews, but I'm just saying there's a big possibility. Audrey, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of clever title could we make up for the weekly, the weekly furry anime watch party like we did for, for a talk on Titan? Hmm, let's see. Woocast, Awocast. Otaka Melancholy's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> a flea's <But>. eye view. 
The fleas? <laughs> no, that's stupid. <laughs> I was trying to think of something with Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. <laughs> new. Hmm. Anime Crossing's new Horizons. <laughs> I like that one. Keep that. Keep put that one on the blackboard. We might use that one later. All right. But anyways, audience, as you know, with like we did with the first B Stars episode, we're running the drinking game. Take a shot whenever you hear Matt say, "I'm not a furry," but we'll have a bell uh, going off this episode. Uh, we've had going for. A lot of episodes because it's been a funny running gag but this is where it's going to get wild so just drink responsibly and know your limits i'm not a furry but 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 yes they do count they do count craig has to add it all those things and the audience will hate me forever and then <laughs> we'll lose all our viewers and listeners and then i won't have to watch anime anymore <laughs> <laughs> now this uh, is some self-sabotage I'd never seen before I'll kill the audience with this drinking game <laughs> We don't have to We don't have to We don't have to watch anime anymore If nobody's watching and listening to us <laughs> You know that's, I'm playing four-dimensional chess with myself Ooh. I feel like it's been a while since I've done one of these podcasts I, can, I feel like we need to do warm-up exercises for this kind of thing I'm feeling a little tense Anyways, before we get into the review, you know how this goes. If you're list- if this is your first episode, weird episode to pick for your first one, but all right, reflect, reflect, reflect. <laughs> weird flex, but yeah, cool. Why don't you try to say respect? Respect, I thought respect. <laughs> if it's your first episode, cool. Uh, this is not the one I would start off on, but I wouldn't start off with our first episodes either. Those suck. Weird flex, <laughs> respect, reflect. <laughs> Maybe we do need exercises. We do. Every time I feel like we come in here, we're all loosey goot. We're not. We're not tightened up enough. So the first bit is just, well, uh, I think that this is a really cool thing to talk about, and then it's just bad bit, bad bit, bad bit. Something <laughs> nobody cares about. People are just fast forwarding through this garbage. Anyways, so we could just go ahead and get into the meat of it. <laughs> uh, let's do our weekly catch up where we talk about all the things we've been doing and the lives we've been leading. Why don't you go ahead, Audrey? Uh, I think I'd like to do the weekly uh, the weekly mustard instead. <laughs> instead of the weekly ketchup. <laughs> yes, I get it. I get it. Weekly relish. Weekly... I get it. Uh, I get it. They're condiments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm stalling because I haven't done much this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Really, you just done. You just did nothing. You didn't even play Mario remember, Kart this week. Can't remember a damn thing. Nothing uh, weeb related, at least. Dang. I mean, you could just say. I mean, like, you don't have to be weeb related. You could just say what you've been watching, what you've been doing. You don't have to be weeb related all the time. I mean, I'm about to say what I did, and it's gonna be weeb enough for all of us, including Craig. Yeah, I think. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I'm doing. Are you on? Take drugs? it from here. <laughs> Not currently. Hmm. This is where I, as a good friend, would have an intervention, but I just don't know how to how to do that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it and worry about it later, and then uh, confront you in a very serious moment two weeks down the line. So get ready for that. Okay, I'll put it on my calendar and forget. Okay, me too. All right. So I've once again I've become a hypocrite. If that sounds familiar to you, then guess what? 
at some point I bashed light novels and said that uh, they said that people who read them were weird or something along those lines. Well, now mm-hmm. here we are. I'm reading light novels, boys and goyles, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> what are you reading? <laughs> uh, well, my the first thing I read was "Are You Okay with a Slightly Older Girlfriend." Yeah. And how's it going? All right. So here's the thing. So fun little story about my life. My roommate and I went to go pick up one of her family members and she got she got the uh she got the place pick up the pl- the pickup airport confused. She thought it was Huntsville, but it was actually Nashville. And if you I'm not a I'm not a geologist, but those are very they're very far apart. So we ended up going on like a <laughs> an almost three-hour drive so it ended up being like a six-hour five-hour drive there and back and on the way up there i was like i'm gonna browse through amazon you know see what manga that i really want to add to my manga wish list pile because that's just the weeb i am at this point yeah and um amazon said hey i see you you got that older lady kink (laughs) here's this book are you okay with a slightly older girlfriend and i said oh i've never heard of this before i'm gonna add it to my list i said no i'll forget about it so i went ahead and i saw i saw it and i just went ahead and bought it i said i'll just read this and if i like it you know it's just six dollars it'll be fine it'll be fine right well i opened it up in kindle and it was a book yeah there were words and i said bamboozled again i said well i've already spent the money on it my constant struggle yeah, I mean, that really is the problem. It'll have... Light novels have so much better cover art than regular manga at times. I mean, shit, especially Overlord. I still go into Barnes and & Nobles and browsing the manga, I look at Overlord covers. They're beautiful. They really are. I mean, I don't know what it is. I think it's because the illustrators only have to illustrate like six or seven pages, so they go all out. Mm-hmm. Just imagine an anime with that style. Be godly. <sighs> it would. So I bought it and I said, well, I this is going to be at least a five hour long drive. I might as well read it. So I read it and there's it was it was good. Well, let me rephrase that. It was good for what it was. And I said, OK, OK, I see you light novels. I'm interested in the series. It doesn't have an anime or a manga. Well, it turns out as a manga, but I didn't find that out till later. And I said, I'll just do that. I'll just read light novels, you know. They're kind of a better investment, I feel like. You know, you pay $12, $13 for a manga, and you kind of read it in an hour, right? Yeah. But, I mean, a novel, it takes a bit, even if it's... It, it takes a minute. So I was thinking, yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyways, as per usual, I went off the deep end and bought a whole bunch of them. So there you go. I've got bottom tier Tomazaki, bottom tier character Tomazaki. I've got Rascal Does Not Dream. I've got all of the slightly older girlfriend. And I've got a few uh, My Next Life as a Villainous. So I've gone off the deep end, and this is just going to be my life for a few weeks until I get burned out and never do it again. So, you know, typical typical Matt behavior. And uh, that does remind me of something I did do this week. I got a package from a listener. And disclaimer, it was not a donation. I paid for it, so it was like a normal transaction. Shout out to Syrups in the Discord who gave, who uh, sold me some manga. I got... Uh, it's posted in the Shelf Flexing channel, but I got the first volume of Saint Young Men, the second volume of Rave Masters. Excited to finally catch up on that story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like 12 years in the making. 
<laughs> and uh, I got the first five volumes of Inuyashiki. Ooh, a classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big shout out. Big shout out. Serps is pretty cool. He has yeah. great taste in manga, but not great taste in anything else. <laughs> He's also a mod, so if you're listening, you should go go drop in that server and uh, go break the rules because he won't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, should I do something? And I'm sitting there like, you see them fighting? Why'd you handle this? No, they're, they're, both of our mods are really cool. They're both really yeah. cool. Ikea plant and Serps. <laughs> both really cool, really, really cool. I feel like I feel like if I if I hype the mods too much up, I'm basically saying that it's okay to have an author or author authoritarian. Jeez, why am I so awful at speaking today? I mean, the best society is one led by a benevolent dictator, and I strive for that. I strive for that every day, Matt. And you're you're in the way of that, you know. I'm basically the kind face of the server. I'm. Don't bully them, and then when somebody does something that breaks the rules, I say, "Oh, Dwee, hey, hope, don't be mean." You're basically the one with the key to the glass vault holding the band hammer. It's like, take the key, Audrey. I'm like, it's hammer time. <laughs> Legitimately, every time we've had a problem in the Discord, I've just said, I don't want to, I don't like conflict. And so I just let other people handle it. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be seen as the bad guy. And you obviously don't give a... You obviously don't care. You're just like, I'll be a bitch. I'll be mean. It doesn't matter to me. And I'm just like, okay. It's the whole good cop, bad cop. It's good, uh, well, good cop, bad cop. Let's, uh, let's not use that. Uh, Craig, cut that out. Let's not have any uh, metaphors to cops. Cops are not in right now. Yeah, cops are not in anymore. But, so, yeah. bad cop, worst cop. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot yeah. you and you look away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig, use your discretion on that. It's funny, just, but it's also like, ugh. Uh, Craig, just choose whatever. I don't care. You're in control of the editing. Make us look bad or make us look cool. It doesn't matter. Anyways, bought a bunch of light novels. Light novels are what I'm into right now. I'm very sorry. Uh, but, you know, we're going to be posting on the Instagram monthly, monthly merch flex. So basically, everything we bought in the month, we're gonna post it. We're gonna gather it all up, post it, and then you could be like, "Man, one of them didn't buy anything, and the other one bought too much." Cool. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure to spend money. That's a pure capitalism right there. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Right Stuff Anime, <laughs> featuring no. now the Blu-ray Steelbook uh, of Inner Species Reviewers coming out someday. We're not sponsored by Right Stuff, but hey, I spend too much money. I use too much money with them, so I'm just saying, you're listening, you're listening. Come on, I don't. I'll sell my soul out for a for a nice discount. Should I show for Right Stuff? Hey, I show for Right Stuff too. Don't even send me a paycheck. Just uh, give me a monthly steel book, and I'll be good. Don't even care <laughs> if it's a anime I don't know. I just want the steel books. I don't care. I just I just like a nice. I just nice. I just nice. I like steel book. <laughs> I want my shelf to buckle under the weight of all that steelbook. I'm playing, I'm playing catch up to teenagers who have disposable income, and so I need more manga and light novels. So please write stuff. Just send me, just send me a box. I don't even care what's in it. Just make, just make my shelf look better. 
All right, well, let's get let's let's that's that's enough banter. Let's actually get to bantering about the anime at hand. Yeah, or at paw. Hey, must be the Woo! money. If you wanna go and take a ride with me, <laughs> B Star Season Two. <laughs> Originally, it came out in winter 2021, but hey, Netflix once again said no. You don't get the anime you actually want to watch. I'm going to sit on it. Like a crazed chicken upon an egg, I will sit upon this anime and make you suffer. Which is especially weird because I watched this with the VPN. I watched it in the great nation of Japan, and they have it dubbed over there. So it's not like, oh, we're waiting to build a dub before we release it in the Western countries. No, they're just holding it because they're a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah, legitimately. There's no reason to just sit on it like that. I mean, I don't understand. Why don't you just release it weekly? They do that with other shows on Netflix. You've noticed that. Yeah. I have no like, idea. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, if, if... I'm not sure. If, if, they were, if they released it weekly, I would not... I still wouldn't watch it until it was all out. Yeah. I mean, shit, I, I benched it in one day. That was a good watch. Really and truly... Prepare to hear in this episode, in this discussion, well, in the manga. But really and truly, uh, this story-wise, it, it, it's really captivating, really hooking. And I probably wouldn't have, uh, I probably would have waited to. Binge culture versus weekly watching is kind of an interesting take. Yeah, I'm more of a, I'm more of a binger. Yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I'm very aware what you're like. I'm very aware the week before the seasonal review, it's <laughs> time to binge 48 episodes of anime. Let's go. But if a show so much as has 50 episodes, you just say, eh, 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 no. Unless it's Gundam. Unless it's Gundam. But I think that'd be, that's really weekly versus binging. Binging is way more fun i suppose you know especially if the show really hooks you but mm. i think you retain a lot more from the show if you're watching it weekly that's just my personal opinion yeah because weekly i have to linger on the episode what i saw last time i have to talk about it with people and so it kind of just gets stuck in my memory i mean i recently oh that's something i forgot to mention obviously too focused on my light novel bullcrap i've been starting my seasonals but unfortunately, I'm addicted to light novels now, so I, I don't care. I'm not going to talk about anything but light novels for the rest of my um, the rest yeah. of this month. So hey, but yeah. Plus, there's the opportunity to rewatch the episode, so it gets more ingrained in your memory. Oh yeah, I actually did that with one of the shows, or Uramichio Nissan. Mm-hmm. I watched rewatched the first episode. I love that show. This Uramichi reminds me of a certain woman I know in my life. <laughs> Very jaded, very cynical. <laughs> very ready to die. Very ready to die. <laughs> very ready to not live. But yeah, so Netflix sat on B stars for no other reason but despite the despite the y the the yiffers out there. How do you do, <laughs> fellow yiffers? To build up those blue balls. Yeah, bl you're used to it, aren't you? <laughs> I mean Baboons have blue balls. I'm sure someone's got a baboon persona. Let me just do a quick old Google search. Hmm. Oh, hmm. I have gone. Huh. Maybe this was not the, not the way yeah. I wanted to go. I'm, I'm, 
I'm I'm backpedaling on that. Anyways, so yeah, B Star second season brought to us by Studio Orange. Hot damn! One of my favorite studios. One of your favorite studios, based off a manga by a Miss Paru Itagaki. Oh my god, her name is actually Paru. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you go and look under her author page, she's she. She always draws herself as a little chicken in the manga. It's really adorable. Oh, I remember the chicken. <laughs> She's very, very interesting. Just to read her author notes and all that. Yep, Studio Orange, they've brought us such hits like Black Bullet, <laughs> Land of the Lustrious, and the first season of Beastars. Have not seen Black Bullet, but I'm very intimate with uh, Land of the Lustrous. Very intimate. Do you call each other by your first, their, your first names? Yeah, I, ca- I call her Landu instead of Lustrous Son. <laughs> they also brought us. Uh, they also brought us Godzilla SP, which Netflix was quicker to bring over. Yeah, just throwing out the hypocrisy of it, which is kind of weird because uh, between the two, I think Beastars has obviously got the more weight behind it. But you know, mm-hmm. that's just me. Just just me complaining. Godzilla catering catering to the scalies before the. The uh the core furries. Hmm. I mean the furries have the more disposable income. I've seen what they'll they'll what they'll spend money on, so I'm just saying. I, I mean I'm just saying. I'm just throwing things out there that you already know. So why don't you go ahead and give us that uh that synopsis, Audrey? Okay, so B Star Season Two is a continuation of B Star Season One. I hate you. After let's see. Can you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that all you really had loaded up to go? That's all I had loaded up. I didn't think we were doing a synopsis. I mean, it, it, if you know, you've seen Beastars Season 1, you know it's what it's about. If you have it, then you're not really going to be able to follow. <laughs> Anyways. uh, All right. So after the events of the first season, Lagoshi has started to try to get more intimate with the white rabbit Haru. He thinks, man, you know what? I've overcome, overcome my predatory urges, and I, I saved her. And let's we might we might make a make we might make a little relationship. And they're kind of in their awkward little their awkward little are we a thing? Are we not a thing? Phase. But life goes on. Lewis is missing, and the school kind of struggles to rebuild over their potential B star being removed. There's still tensions between carnivores and herbivores, but overall things seem to be. Getting back a little bit to normal. We still haven't established who devoured Tim, but it just seems like nobody really cares. They're just kind of just <laughs> like, you know what? Happens every day. Mm-hmm. You live, you lose, and you get you get eaten sometimes. It be that way. It be that way. It really do be that way. But yeah. Cherry 10 Academy is, is, has gone five years without a B-Stars, and people are saying, hey, we kind of need a B-Star. <laughs> And the the principal says, no, I don't know. You know, B-stars are a lot of work. And then finally, a little rat says, hey, well, fine then. I got a good idea. Whoever catches the devourer gets to be the B-star. That sounds like a good idea, right? And then he says, "Uh, I don't know. And the whole whole stadium, whatever, place says, yeah, that's a great idea. And he says, oh, oh, geez, Rick. Yeah, this is a valid form of government. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just have a big old witch hunt. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck it, free for all B-Stars purge mode <laughs> It's kind of weird 
One of the... <laughs> so here's my thing. Here's my thing. I've seen Zootopia. We've all seen Zootopia here, right? Mm-hmm. This is basically just anime Zootopia. But good. Ooh. Ooh. You don't think Zootopia is good? Zootopia is all right, but Beastars is better. Hmm. Interesting take. I will note it for my future references to pull out against you whenever you have an opinion that I don't agree with. I don't know. Zootopia I... doesn't have a canon depiction of their uh of their characters in bikinis, so checkmate. You know what? Yeah, you've you you, you I, got I me where... diagonally, sis. I know I know where you were when you saw Juno in the locker room. I know. I was there. I was in the locker room too. I was I was also in that scene when the deer was on the stage and I said, hmm, hmm. Hmm. I'm not a furry, but there's there's no reason for this to be here. <laughs> this is just here because somebody because Miss Paro Itagaki in her in her work said, "Hmm. I'm about Am I in a shonen magazine? I don't know what magazine <laughs> I'm in. I'm about to make these boys have some confused feelings." I think it wasn't a shonen magazine. You know what? It was. It wow. was a shonen champion. Oh my god! Those poor young boys didn't stand a chance. <laughs> she basically said, "I'm about to ruin the youth of Japan <laughs> again." <laughs> Dang! So these also are looking at the uh, Japan birth rate. Say, let's just go for a high score and see how far we could tank it. <laughs> And Paruhitagaki's getting the highest score because Beastars, <laughs> according to Mal, is the most popular manga published in that magazine. Just by a side-by-side comparison, this 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 magazine also yeah. published Baki. It published Baki. <laughs> they were looked at this and they said, "Yeah, all right. I think our boys will love this." <laughs> Yeah, she's really just saying, uh, yeah, I don't want, I'm tired of children in my country. Get out of here. <laughs> looking at the news like, Lola Bunny, a lot of outrage over that. I'll give them what they want. <laughs> I'm going to capitalize. I'm going to bring my own Lola Bunny, but then forget about her in the next arc of my show or my, mm-hmm. my manga. So, yeah. Getting into getting into the meat of it again, because I know we're going to be talking a lot about the uh, the yiff action throughout this. Yeah. Uh, just as a disclaimer, we're we're not going to dance over spoilers because it's season two. By the very nature of talking about it, there's going to be spoilers. So uh, if you haven't watched Beastars season two, uh, it should be out on Netflix by the time this episode comes out. Go and watch it, and then come back. Yeah, and just in case you, uh, and just in case you think you aren't, we aren't serious about dancing over spoilers. Riz is the devourer, so. Uh, well, hot damn. <laughs> yeah, hope you, uh, hope you weren't, uh, hope you were casually listening. People are just like, Sorry. who the fuck is Riz? <laughs> <laughs> Even Mal is like, who is Riz? Remember when I thought when I thought that Lagoshi was going to be the devourer and it was just a separate side of him? Oh, interesting. Remember that? 
No, I don't. I think I said somewhere that, or I said to someone, I thought it was Lagoshi and he had like two sides or something along those lines. Or I thought it was a weird hybrid herbivore. Like an so, omnivore? Yeah, like an omnivore. <laughs> yeah, that's what those are called. <laughs> like, what if it ate meat and plants? What is that? Are there such a species like that out there? He says drinking green tea and thinking about eating a hamburger later. <laughs> Are those real? I think that's made up. Huh, these right, teeth sure are weird. He says while brushing. <laughs> he says they can chew through meat but also grind down plants, huh? Cool. But yeah, I, I had my theory that I thought it was going to be Bill, but I also thought that Bill was going to be a red herring. And yeah. it's like, this show is going to make us think it's Bill, but it's actually going to be something else. Yeah, it really... I thought it was Bill, too. I kind of thought it was Bill, but it's so obvious if it was Bill. Yeah. Yeah. So I just didn't uh, I just didn't really think too hard about it. I thought it was... I, I thought it would be a, a separate Legoshi, sort of like a separate persona, guilt. I can't handle the fact I ate, a, ate my friend. Mm-hmm. But instead, it was just a creepy little bear. A background character among background characters. He's been there since the beginning. It was wild. Yeah. I never thought the bear. I thought the bear looked too goofy. <laughs> but is that, it actually makes a lot of sense. It does. They really build into it. Yeah, I really like the world building in this season. One of the one of the things I think I heard criticisms about on Beastars is that it doesn't doesn't properly use the animal, the 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 animal sort of facet of the mm. world properly. But with the introduction of I am a bear, I am literally nature's killing machine yeah i have to take pills to suppress my growth and muscles i said oh that's cool that's a really interesting um you know i really like it when b stars does this kind of thing like you know they have those separate little rooms where mm-hmm. the where the wolves go to bask in the moon or the sheep go to do sheep things yeah sheep it is kind of weird though because it the more it's kind of a double-edged sword because the more world builds it the more it makes you think about the history of how this society came to be. Because, like, mm-hmm. if if we're having carnivore and herbivore issues just in this school and in society in general, you have to think how the society came about in the first place. And not to mention the fact that Louis just casually mentions when in Rome, do as the Romans do, which opens up the entire floodgate of all of human history basically being canon and it makes you wonder so is it like do we have our history but with it but with furries do we have (laughs) furry julius caesar (laughs) julius caesar (laughs) i mean Or is it like, did we have the entirety of human history and then there was some kind of a human apocalypse and then the animals rose up and just took our place? So it's like, it's, 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 it's one of those things I shouldn't be thinking about too much, but I just can't help but be curious. Well, if you remember in the first season, they also, you know, they have that celebration to celebrate the ancient dinosaurs who are basically like their, their pre- um. You know, they're their ancestors, so they celebrate yeah. them. So I think 
I think the world building in it is fairly fairly good, but I'm also a big Beastars fan. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I bought the I bought the manga. <laughs> but to go to your point about the whole tensions, I think it, it really works sort of like for a racial, you know, like racial tensions, mm-hmm. sort of an allegory for that. Because, I mean, we've been on this earth for so, so many years, and we still live in a society where people do not, cannot live amongst each other without people occasionally being awful people and stirring up the pot for no reason other than the fact that they don't like the other people. I mean, obviously, I don't feel compelled to eat people of a different race, but I think it works nice for an allegory because we still haven't learned how to function amongst ourselves properly and we still struggle with it every day and you know that we 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 still live on uneasy grounds from day to day and you know it's the same thing in the b stars world they still while they can live amongst each other they can't live in harmony yeah because we still have things like even though slavery is abolished we still have human trafficking and you know sex slavery and all that the world there are black markets out there where people are you know bought and sold and it's a seedy underbelly. Now, obviously, the black market in Beastars literally has a sign, a neon glowing sign that says, I love the black market. Now, that's not how the black market works. Yeah. They don't. I don't think the black market is literally a market. It's literally not a downtown district. You're not in San Francisco and say, hey, dude, I'm wanting to score. I'm wanting to score a nice. I was about to say something that would be really awful out of context. Uh, mm. Anyways, let's go to the black market to go get us some. To go get us some illegally pirated copies of Life is Strange too. <laughs> oh yeah, the black market is just on the other side of uh just on the other side of Chinatown. It's like its own little district. It's near the white market where they sell things that are too legal. <laughs> <laughs> what what's the white market sell? Oh, you know, they sell Winrar there. Ah, scary. <laughs> 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 they sell Winrar in donations to Wikipedia. <laughs> oh. All proceeds go to charity. <laughs> Time's death was kind of weird. Uh-huh. It was the only carnivores he ever spent time with were those of us in the drama club together. Hey, what's your problem? You're not going to dredge that up and start accusing us now, are you? Because that would be psychotic. No, I, I'm not dredging anything. All I'm trying to say to you is that as carnivores... That's something we should all try to keep in mind. And I'm saying, what happened now to make you think it's not safe for the Earth? We left the club, Bill. All right, all right, I get it. This is your faithful dog act. Hey, to break it to you, but no one will believe the weird pervert who boned a rabbit less than half his size. Good luck sucking up after that. Oh, see, that hit a nerve. You are a pervert. How disgusting. Don't you dare bring Haru into this. Why would anyone believe you over me? Why? Clearly, it's because I'm more popular and trustworthy. How can you say that? When we were at the Black... Oh, go ahead. Spit it out. You want to take it outside? That's enough, you guys. What are we going to do without Louie? Excuse me. This is the men's locker room, I take it. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got back to the... Season 2 kind of picked up a lot that Season 1 kind of dropped off. The whole, you yeah. know, Tim murder. And the yeah. whole theme of Legoshi fighting back his base instincts. And getting back to the discussion of 
do I like Haru because I actually like her? Or do I like her because I want to devour her? And you have that kind of parallel between Riz and Tim. And uh, that Riz obviously has all these delusions about his friendship with Tim. And even though they... I, I'm kind of glad they don't make it explicit in his memories. But you could tell uh, just from context that his memories are rose color just to make him feel better. Yeah, it's like, I mean, he eventually confesses that too. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice parallel between that and Lagoshin Haru. Yeah, I will say that one of the things that I kind of liked, and this isn't because I dislike the character, but I'm glad they kind of pulled away from Haru. Mm-hmm. She, I think she she's a core character, but she is not in the episodes a lot outside of just being kind of a MacGuffin for Lagoshi to kind of work towards. Now, obviously, that's kind of a little bit of bad writing for you know a female character and all that. But I do like it's more Lagoshi and Louis focus, and that's because obviously they're the main characters, and I think they're both really excellent main characters. I mean. <laughs> I finished this season and I had a new ship. I did not know I would actively <laughs> ship this kind of thing, but I really am. At the end, I was like, Lagoshi X Lewis is the best ship in B-Stars. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, everyone in this, sh- in this season is very much gay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of gay vibes and a lot of bromance vibes that kind of teeter on uh, something deeper, which is okay. Well, not saying there's quick, say, not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just very much appreciated and noticeable. Well, well, quick side note: you watched the dub for this, right? Yeah, I watched the sub, and at one point, Lewis was when he was going to go rescue Lagoshi or go to see Lagoshi. He kept saying, "I realized in my heart these feelings I had; they were deep down, but I realized I love him." And I was just like, "Hello, what is this?" Wow, that's very explicit. I didn't. We, vi- I didn't get anything that uh, that solid in the dub. Yeah. Well, they were both. They were both. <laughs> okay. For the sub, it was. It was very gay. <laughs> very, very gay. And I'm not. I was not against that at all because he kept talking about my feelings deep down. I finally realized them. I was. He was the one I couldn't do without. He mm-hmm. was the one I wanted to be around. And I'm. Me and my roommate were just sit back there and I'm just crossing my arms like okay I like where this is going mm-hmm. and then finally just out of when Lagoshi did what Lagoshi did he's just like I've got you inside of me Lewis <laughs> and I was like yo 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 Lagoshi's like I literally have my cake and eat it too I've got you inside of me, Lewis. You're filling me with power. I'm just <laughs> arms crossed. They're gonna bring this over to America, and the, the Netflix of Engle- uh, the American Netflix is gonna say, "Hey, hey, hey, what is this?" And they said, and "The guy who's translating over Japan, you know what that is? That's art." But I mean, yeah, Lagoshi but, X Lewis, that's the big the big ship right now. It's my head. It is my head cannon. 
I mean, we know we have that one guy at Netflix corporate who's like really into furry stuff, so he's probably gonna see this like, yeah, yeah, give me more, sponsor the next five seasons. <laughs> let's, let's fucking go. He's <laughs> just like, I'm a furry, so you know I like it weird. Let's get weird. <laughs> just pounds his desk. More, more, more. He starts. He starts going. How do I fund this mangaka? <laughs> I want more now. But yeah. So I, I like that it was more Lagoshi and Lewis focused because they are my two favorite characters. I mean, I was gonna get that Lagoshi figure if it wasn't two hundred and fifty dollars because everyone it's 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 sold out. Mm-hmm. Such a good figure. Yeah, it's not as buff as I wanted it to be though. I wanted it as buff as he was in the final final fight. Oh my gosh, you want super? I hate that design. I hated Super Saiyan two point five Lagoshi. I loved it because it was so ridiculous. He looked like Vegeta and Trunks when <laughs> he, they went. They were like, "I'm getting small now." He did. And you see him in his regular days. Just he's so lanky. Even though when he takes his shirt off, he's so buff. It's like a what is it called? An otter. <laughs> Girl, you asking the wrong man. Fine, I'll ask Google. Uh. Ah, an illustrated guide to recognizing your gay stereotypes. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's either an otter or twonk. 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 It's like a twink, but more buff. Let's see, where were we? We're still gushing about all this instead of talking about the actual plot, but I'm all for it. I want to gush more. <laughs> More more B stars is always welcome for me personally. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. So continuing off the very end of B Star season one, after Logoshi raided the the Shishigumi, uh, the into the lion's den, uh, this takes this takes off where Louie uh, is shown killing the boss, and they decide, hey, let's make him the boss. It will make us look better. And so Louie is like, oh. Well, this is turning out pretty well. I'll just quit school then. And, you know, the school is feeling the repercussion of that. Not only did they lose their star for the drama club, they lost their candidate for the B star. And we have our... But this is a segue for me to talk about Pina. We have Pina come in as the sort of replacement for for Louie being the star of the drama club as well as... Just, you know, an incredibly good, but also not good boy. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I, I'm afraid I'm getting a type. It's just like Mia from Skate the Infinite, where it's just like a bossy twinks who really deserve to get punched in the face. Because, like, I saw him the first time, and I got that vibe, and I'm like, uh-oh. And they started talking, I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I expected. <laughs> Yeah, Pina, Pina is kind of a standout for this new season or new season. I feel like every time you continue into a different arc of a manga or any story, you kind of have to raise the stakes once you've kind of expended the tools you have in your first arc. You know, mm-hmm. 
I mean, just watch anything, and eventually you just have to throw new situations for the characters. So, I mean, look at the Fairly Odd Parents. They threw in a baby, then they threw in a dog, then they threw in a second god parent. I mean, just like you got to do something to refresh the formula. Yeah. But Pina is really, Pina is really interesting. His little speech with, you know, the eat me. Yeah. Pina does well to instigate the whole conflict between Lagoshi and Reese. And, and to get that ball rolling and just kind of egg Lagoshi on uh, to kind of get him out of his stupor of, you know, not wanting to eat meat and fills him with more emotions that he could be angry and strong without having to eat meat. Yeah, Pina really does kind of introduce this other side of a herbivore to to Lagoshi. I feel like one of Lagoshi's key faults and he's eventually, you know, kind of exposed for it in this season is that he's he's kind of too naive and he's too forceful about his ethics and beliefs. Yeah, Pina introduces uh the dynamic to the show amongst other characters that you know, it seems like this is in the first season it seems like the society is completely dominated by carnivores and herbivores are just allowed to coexist but Pina shows us that herbivores have their own um their own qualities like uh well they emphasize their attractiveness and their focus on looks as their defining feature since they don't have to worry about uh getting food and of course the carnivores being constantly starved for meat and having to find substitutes are kind of malnourished in a way so where they can't uh, fulfill their full potential and stay healthy with Pina and Louie in their dynamics they kind of show that they're kind of ruling society by way of guilting the carnivores making them feel bad for endangering herbivores and they're and shaming them for their reliance on meat and unable to uh to push down their base instincts and that the herbivores are kind of a lot more slyly uh, dominating the the dynamic yeah you really see your point the first season did just say you know carnivores have the power because they're physically strong mm -hmm. and then it becomes herbivores aren't dependent on anything for their bodies to function and i'm sorry guys but there's a guy with a mower coming by my um by my recording area and i'm tired of waiting on him so i'm just gonna talk and if you have a problem with it i'm really really sorry anyway so yeah so herbivores have to be crafty they have to be clever and they do kind of have that sort of because they're the martyrs because if they get eaten everybody will line up against the herbivores in society and say hey y'all are weird you mm -hmm. need meat to survive and you're causing problems for everybody by just being around. And so I can see how that causes a lot of inferiority complexes in, the, in, um, in carnivores. Especially as the story goes along. And it's you, you really do get the feeling that carnivores and herbivores find it hard to be friends with one another. Yeah. yeah. Like I was saying with Pina. Uh, Pina introduces this other side to herbivores. Because all the herbivores we had seen previous to this had been... Oh dear, I'm I, I just want to be friends, you know. Just and then Pina comes along. He's like, I'm about two things: horns and screwing. And if I ain't screwing, I'm horning. And he's like, and I'm horning while I'm screwing. And, and so it's like, shit, I can't keep track of names. I can't keep track of names. 
and I did like the in this season, Lagoshi was kind of pointed out as being intolerable for his ethics and beliefs. Yeah. Because he is so he literally says, Oh, you did a bad thing, I'm gonna fight you. You you can't believe in that. That's wrong. I'm gonna I'm mad. And that is kind of annoying. It's something I didn't like about Lagoshi in the season so much, is because it's constantly how dare you think that? How dare you believe that? I'm mad and we're going to fight. And mm-hmm. I have ethics and justice and beliefs. And st- even Lewis at some point says, why don't you just tell the police yeah. that this is the murderer? And he says, no, I've got to settle things my way. I'm like, that's a murderer. That's a big bear. You're stupid. You get the big dumb. I hey. mean, I just, he, he is such a just, Method- he just has such a methodical sort of approach to his way is the right way. And that is, it is nice that, you know, there's a lot of characters in sort of shonen anime who are the same way there. I believe that this is justice and I'm going to fight for it. And then no one ever says your justice is wrong because, you know, they're fighting people who are like, you know what? I'm just going to genocide a planet. So you mm-hmm. don't really have that perspective of, hey, you're kind of wrong in your belief because Lagoshi is kind of saying, you know, this is the real natural order, but their bodies just aren't built that way. Yeah. So, and he eventually has to cross the line. And he also has that intolerable aspect where he is, a, in many aspects, a white knight trademark. Yeah. And not only in his relationship with Haru uh, from a romantic and intimate perspective, but just his his constant behavior of having to protect the, her- the herbivores. And we had that flashback to Bill during the ve- the festival where he says, the lights are out. Everyone, gather around the herbivores and pr- protect them. Because, you know, that was a dangerous situation. But Lagoshi constantly having to say, Hari, you shouldn't go out with weird guys. I'm trying to protect you. I'm making society better so that you won't have to be afraid. And Hari's just like, I- just let me live. Damn. I can make decisions on my own. I just want to be treated as normal. Yeah. Is that... It's, uh... I know that's a trope. I can't remember the name. I I believe it's called the... Maybe it's just White Knight. This feeling that you, you're you uh, putting it to yourself to be the protector. I think it's called the White Savior trope, but that's a different kind of... As a different intonation. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying that you subject yourself to society and charge yourself with protecting it because only you can do it. Or because you believe that only you can do it. The Goshi just gets really obnoxious with it, and it's good to see other characters just calling him out on it and getting frustrated from Bill to Louie to Pina to Haru to... Wow, that's, that's a lot of characters. Alba. Even, I think, Jack to a, to a certain extent. Poor Jack. <laughs> he just got forgotten in this season. He's such a good, loyal boy. Of course he's a golden he's such retriever. A good boy. Yeah. I think, but there's a lot of faults to Lagoshi, and we've seen that he, you know, he's developed from, definitely from episode one of season one. One of the things that I think really just characterizes Lagoshi and everything is that he overreacts and overthinks. Mm-hmm. And you see that a lot as he's, constantly just you know doing stuff like i've got to go i can't come back to the school i've got to get stronger and then he comes back the next day with a haircut <laughs> yeah and they're like what are you doing my dude 
he lives in a in a more dramatic world than he actually does. He really does. I mean, he reminds me so much of a teenager, though. He just he's walks just, up to uh to Gohi and it's like, please let me be your pupil. And he's like, no. What do you think this is, Karate Kid? <laughs> But it, it, and, and to that extent, you've also got the other teenager who kind of perfectly goes with him, Lewis, who is, I've got to be dark. This is how I need to live. This is what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. And he's just constantly doing things the rough way for no reason. While the delightful new standout character of the season for me personally, Ibuki. Yeah. I love Ibuki so much. And that ED hit so Ooh hard when when the scene the 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 murder happened dude let's talk about that ed the ed (sighs) by itself is so good the art style is not nice the story is telling is nice the lyrics uh you didn't you won't you don't think immediately that it applies to that scene that just applies you know to the show in general and then the last episode when they played the ed at the front oh that as a bridges the ending of episode 11 and the start of episode 12 i was just but i was just jumping in my seat it's like this is so artful oh my god (laughs) i was the same way and then the lyrics were just applying to ibuki's inner monologue and his relationship with louis i'm like fuck it that that's a point on its own yeah i mean that ed in the continuing the trends of great ops and eds and b stars because i love the op for this season i love the song more than i like wilds uh wild side but and i like i really do like the animation for it but it really it's so good it's so good everything is so good but that ed honestly when we do our end of the year you know recaps on the best op and everything this is right now the number one contender for best ed yeah definitely mm. It got me. It got me so bad. It got me in such a severe way when it all clicked for me. And Ibuki, honestly, Ibuki was one of my favorite characters because he's so he wants Lewis to like him so much, and he's trying so hard to be a father figure to him. Mm-hmm. The one scene that I just love, 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 is when they go to the pharmaceutical company, and they're you know they're like they got that kaiman or cayman or whatever yeah and they're going to cut him and make medicine out of his body and they're going to cut off his genitals which i mean it's kind of messed up really <laughs> ominous and again good scene because it portrays that herbivores aren't perfect this this dude is going to make someone else suffer for his own selfish desires yeah and then as it's happening ibuki just instinctively puts his hand up to block lewis from seeing the the you know the the act and such a defining character for ibuki he's such a wants lewis to just be protected and have you know be the leader but not be too like overexpose himself and drown himself in the darkness yeah there's kind of a a flip that you can make between uh lewis uh lewis's first father figure oguma uh the deer that saved him from the from the uh as a child and uh mirror that with ibuki where he never really spoke with okuma as he said but once every month over dinner and then ibuki Mm -hmm. is just trying to be a uh you know like you say good father figure 
he sees that Louis is pushing himself too hard to look like a strong leader and he's just making himself weaker. So he goes out and get a salad for him because, you know, he's an herbivore. He needs a fucking salad, not this meat that he can't digest. And then yeah. Louis is just like, what, are you taking pity on me? So Yeah, we, and he... <laughs> it's really good dynamic. Yeah, I especially love the scene with uh, Legoshi. Lego <laughs> just... <laughs> You could get a better woman. <laughs> and he's just all for the best that she's gone now. It's it's really it's really nice. And it, it kind of Lewis's Lewis's original day, I kind of brought him out of the darkness, you know, from being in the black market. Mm-hmm. And then Ibuki kind of drags him back in to the point where, you know, the final scene is them lost in that tunnel. And Ibuki didn't mean to kind of drag him into that situation, yeah. but he wants him to get out of it. He's basically saying I have you have to get rid of me if you want this if you want to be on your own and mm-hmm. it's it's a really and especially the fact that in the end Louis could not kill Ibuki someone else had to do it and it just shows that Louis is still a kid after all these hard you know cool edgy things that he does he's still a kid at the end of the day he couldn't take it he really he couldn't take a life when it was a life he needed to take you know yeah, I kind of got he that spitefully... feeling when he when he always pulled out that gun to be threatening, and it just seemed like he was trying too hard. Yeah, I mean, he could take the life of the original Shishigumi leader, but it was even then that was a cowardly move. He was going to kill himself after doing it. He was yeah. really acting like a kid, like acting like a teenager. And finally, we see yes, he is still a teenager. He still belongs in that school environment. Meanwhile. We're seeing Lagoshi, who with all of the sort of darkness he wants to entrench himself, can't live in that school environment. I mean, he eventually drops out mm-hmm. to go pursue the life that he thinks is worth living or, you know, you know, it's, it's. Yeah. It's a constant thing coming up with the carnivores that they get so attached to people, especially herbivores. They get so attached to them that their emotions are overwhelming and. They can't find any other way to get closer unless they devour. And mm-hmm. you see that with Reese and Tim. You have that illusion with Legoshi and Haru. And you see that with Ibuki and Louie. It's like, I, I, value, I value our relationship and I can't bear to see you go. So if you want to live, you got to kill me. Because I'm going to eat you. Yeah. There's a lot of cool sort of dynamics in this season. Mm-hmm. It's a lot less of a teen it's a lot less of a teen drama than the first season was where the drama club the drama club (laughs) the drama club oh no Haru's been kidnapped by the mafia (laughs) 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 and then it basically and then I think at that point uh Itagaki was just yeah all right this is what I want to (laughs) do yeah mafia story just a quick uh just a quick sideline I want to talk about Legoshi there was no reason for him to cross-dress like that. Why? Where did he get the outfit? Who did the makeup? What's going on there, Lagoshi? What do you? What do you? What? What's? What's your? Uh, what's your headspace looking like? Did you discover really, something? I've been trying not to be that but in the manga guy, mm-hmm. but really the manga is way more comedic than the 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 anime takes itself very seriously. Yeah. To an almost weird degree when you read the source material. And that scene was played so hard for laughs in the manga. And it's played so much for laughs in the anime 
But there's so many things that they bounce back and forth as far as tone goes between the source material and this, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I, I mean, guess that could make sense in the manga. It'd be more of a slapstick moment. But this, it seems like it's uh, he's trying to go espionage mode. Just Well, he is, but it's just you could have just walked in there. They, I'm fairly certain they're not going to remember you with your fur. Mm-hmm. But no, he's like... He says, it's time to break out the dress. And then everybody around him basically says, no, it's not time to break out the dress. But I already pulled out the dress, so I've got to do it. I got to wonder, does Gohe know about the dress? <laughs> and again, who did the, the makeup? Dress. I would just imagine that Gohe, it's just another moment of Lagoshi <laughs> saying, I have to do this. And Gohe says, you really do not. Lagoshi says, do you have any dresses that would fit me? He says, yes, I do. I, I take in people. He's like, can you do makeup? He says, well, I mean, yeah, yes, I, I, I really can. And then he's just, I've got to go in. <laughs> and the, the Gohe is just, bah, just Hank hills him as he's walking out in those hills. <laughs> that boy ain't right. <laughs> I love this mental image. Thank you for your contribution. There's just so much. There's just so much going on. Speaking uh, of things that have too much going on, <laughs> the weird sort of relationship that is going on between Juno and Lagoshi that I kind of wanted to see more of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Lagoshi being too ignorant to know what he's doing, and and uh, Juno just being played, being strung along. It's really letting nice letting herself be played. Yeah. Just, he wants to look in my mouth. Uh, how dare you use me, but I guess I'll let it happen. Yes, Lakoshi, I'm all yours. Lakoshi's like, you got good teeth. See you later. <laughs> and he really drops out of the conversation so hard. It's like, as he fumbles around with words during the conversation, but as soon as he, he's done, he's he's like, all right, bye. <laughs> oh speaking of things that dropped out of the conversation for this season uh six eyes yeah yeah she appeared and then disappeared which i was very disappointed Ro- uh, rokume the snake jotaro <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i've read the manga so i i have an uh like an inkling of what will happen and all that because obviously i got spoilers ahead but i'm thinking looking at it laterally from an anime only watcher you know mm-hmm. it was that feels like such a dropped plot point such a weak sort of just narrative that was feels weird it just feels like there wasn't anything done with it it couldn't have been it's basically this is six eyes she's gonna function sort of like the school's goheen but then it never came back up. It was never. Here's the information I know. They didn't even tell Reese. That would have just been told. Tell them that Reese did it. Yeah. There it is. Problem solved. But no. This and it makes a point to say this character, you know, hears and sees all and is watching Lagoshi. But if they really did, then why didn't they do anything about when they knew that Lagoshi found out about Reese? Did they just take a little snake nap all, all second half of the show? Yeah. Basically, Rokume serves as a a pushing point for Lagoshi into motivating him to be stronger and to pursue uh who pursue who the killer is on his own. And before that he's just moping about crying about Louie and Haru and it wasn't until the snake came around that he actually decided to pers- uh like 
to uh, investigate. And as soon as that was done, Rokume just dipped. And it's so weird because Rokume is a standout character in that not only is she a limbless rattlesnake, which the Malpage makes a point to point out that detail, uh, mm-hmm. she's also giant. Just a giant rattlesnake. And uh, so with no, with nothing but a hat, it's just very, very, very odd. Yeah, it really is so peculiar that they make a point to introduce, to introduce her and just make a point that she is the security guard and then drop it off entirely. Yeah, and you can't really tell if she actually is the security guard or if she's just calling herself that. But uh, side note, what did you think about the rattlesnake? Because uh, kind of hot for me. <laughs> I'm not a slithy. <laughs> but? I'm not. I'm just not. That's just a legitimate declaration. I mean, I've seen some art. Some good stuff with snakes. I'm very happy for you. Is it all vor related? No, not all of it. I'm sure. I'm sure you see some some uh, fan art of uh, Lamia from Monster Musume, haven't you? I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, there you she go. doesn't have the the head of a snake. That's really off putting. I mean, you're almost there. Just get the just get coiled around. The snake doesn't have boobs. Oh, so you say you that's all women are to you is just boobs? And if they don't have I'm boobs, I'm not saying then... that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just saying that I don't think that like the snakes are attractive. I don't think look that's attractive. I'm curious as why you think it's hot like pure snake. I'll tell you after the pod. No, you tell me right now. No, I'll tell you, you said after. worse things. No, you said worse things on the pod. I've said worse things on the pod. But suddenly, I'll tell you after the pod. Do it now. Do it now, you're wuss. It's like a living tentacle. You're just being coiled around, feeling that pressure while you're, uh, you know, getting stuck in the hole. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. Should I share some images with you? Yeah, just 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 drop it in this chat. Okay. But yeah, Rokume just kind of shows up, then disappears. Doesn't even get mentioned for the rest of the season. She's there for like the first three episodes max. Yeah. Well, Haru basically gets the same treatment. All they do is just talk to Lagoshi. It's all talk to Lagoshi. Lagoshi <laughs> makes a bold declaration about what he's going to do, and then runs off. And then occasionally Juno and Haru meet up and. And Juno says, you know what? Herbivore is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... You ever heard of the Brechtdahl test? No. It's a test for movies, TV shows, where uh, if you have two female characters in the scene together, they fail the test if within the first few minutes they talk about another guy or relationships with another guy. And... uh oh. Yeah, Juno and Haru fail that test pretty hard. And hmm. it, and it's one of those tests where it kind of measures out how much uh, good representation there is in in film, uh, you know, for women, that they're not mm-hmm. just there to be a, a piece to build out the male protagonist. And unfortunately, that's kind of what happened to Haru, is that she's just there to prop up Legoshi and be a piece for Legoshi. 
I mean, Juno gets that treatment too, but Juno is like a side character. Haru is supposed to be a main character. Yeah. I mean, that's one of Haru's key points is that she's always, you know, she's always kind of that um, independent, free-willed person in the first. And then it's revealed, you know, she has a softer side as it concerns Louis. And that's kind of her cool character growth. But now it's just she's still dependent on Louis and still is really interested in, in love with him in a way. But she's also got feeling for Lagoshi, and that's really an interesting point. But Haru barely has any screen time, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, I get some people just don't like, just don't like Haru. I know several of my friends who watched the show just didn't like Haru for reasons. But hmm. Oh, you've sent me the pictures. All right, let's see my live reaction. Mm-hmm. What is this? It's Pokemon. What is the second picture? That's a. Uh, well, it's in the foreground you have uh, Arbok, and the background is supposed to be a like a view of what's going on inside. Every day is made of choices. Every day we make small, big, medium choices. I mean, certain snakes have two dicks. I've seen some superior art with that. I'm going to have to delete my Discord account. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't... I, I do, I, maybe I am just vanilla. Maybe I lack personality <laughs> to say that you know this is this is something i'm interested in maybe i just wasn't exposed to enough when i was in my formative years i mean i didn't masturbate until i was like 16 so maybe that's why i'm not into this maybe that's why maybe maybe because this is on no on no level is can i delete your chats in this <laughs> Do you want me to delete the pictures, Matt? I'll do it if you really want me to. I can't... I don't want to kink shame you. Because if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. And I respect that. Everybody's... You're not hurting anybody with these pictures. But at the same time, a little bit of my soul just crumbled. I feel like I'm hurting you, though. You kind of are. You kind of are. I kind of just wonder about what you do sometimes. I wonder <laughs> what goes through your mind at midnight when you're when you're just by yourself and horny. I wonder. I worry for you. I mean, it, it's you know how fashion like goes back every twenty years, and it's just mm-hmm. like callback. It's like that for me. Yeah. I'm just a revolving a revolving roulette wheel of different tastes. It's like. These next few months, I'm feeling this, but the last few months, I was feeling that. But if you want me to delete the images, I'll delete them. No, I have to be strong and brave. (laughs) Just keep them there, and I'll be, and I, so keep them there, so the next time I'm at work and you message me, I pull up Discord (laughs) while I'm next to all my coworkers and they see that, and then I get fired. Or not get fired, but they're just like, oh, it's the snake, it's the, it's the hiss boy. Uh, here's another serpent one. Please give it to me. Give it to me, mommy. <laughs> oh, whoops! That was a. <laughs> I got four others that weren't meant to be there. 
Oh, this is some bonuses. <laughs> yeah, have a Lucario and two Gardevoirs while you're at it. And the Charmander. And the Charmander. New weekly Twitter poll for Otaku Melancholy. <laughs> Am I vanilla and boring? Because none of this on any spectrum of the entire sexual rainbow is doing this for me. Why did you upload this, the, the, the Arbok one twice? Uh, It was an accident with the, the way the app works. <sighs> Do you want to know the Gardevoir? No. What about Lucario? I don't want any of it. What's your favorite Pokemon? Let's talk about Beastars. Okay. Let's talk about Beastars now. Let's go for let's let's talk to some Yiff. At least that's a little bit uh a little bit less degenerate for once. Poll for the Discord is Pokemon Yiff. <laughs> Vote now with your phones. <sighs> Today's theme in the Discord lewd chat is <laughs> this episode came out on a Sunday. <laughs> How very, <laughs> how, how very interesting. Hmm. All right, so what more can we talk about? Oh, let's talk about another thing I like about the show is the combat melodrama in that, especially with Lagoshi and Reese, is that they'll be fighting and then the next second they'll be buddy-buddy with each other. Like, especially in the final fight, where like... Uh, you really bit into my side there. I'm bleeding. And then Reese's like, you know, now that I think about it, I really didn't think of it as a, a bond of friendship when I devoured him. And the ghost, she's like, let's talk about that. And Reese <laughs> just lays down beside him like, so yeah, I just don't know how I feel about it. Interesting. And I like that. I, re- I honestly really like that for anime fights where they can fight... And then they can just talk about their feelings when they're done fighting. Even though, like, three seconds before, they were trying to kill each other. I mean, I feel like you would criticize that normally, where it's like during a fight, the characters go, I believed in myself. The power was there. I don't understand your way of thinking. But because Lagoshi just gets up on his elbow and just looks at Reese so provocatively, like, let's talk about these feelings you have. And then Reese says, oh, you know what? Let's do it. And he just lies down next to him. Yeah, he's just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill you after I get done. But I really just don't think I. I just. I just didn't. Um. Didn't get it. It's because I believe the motivation. Goshi is genuinely interested in in getting this perspective from someone who did it, as someone who's trying to sort out his own feelings of whether he likes Haru because of attraction or because of primal instinct. He's trying to get some more perspectives on it, and Reese is just like you know. He's sort of at peace with himself and just wants to clear up the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly, the first, when it happened, I thought, is this, is, is Lagoshi stalling for time? Yeah, I thought I was doing that, too. <laughs> he just gets up, he's like, you know what, let's just talk about it, let's talk about it. And I said, okay, all right, cool. And the same thing with the shower scene, it's like... Oh, the, someone's here to clean up. We should stop fighting now. Let's wash off this blood. Oh, but the floor's broken. Well, we'll go out the back. Buddy. <laughs> it's, oh, that was a real good fight. Yeah, I really laid into you, didn't I? Yep. Mm-hmm. So it really sucks that you devoured Tim. Oh, I know. I just, he <laughs> wanted it, though. And then Lagoshi's like, he didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, I want to. 
I want to make a meme format of that of Reese just like in his cuddly bear form, and then the next frame he's just going all primal. <laughs> it just really stuck out to me how quickly they go into fight. I mean, I'm honestly a little bit curious about the uh, Ursidae uh, Ursida lifestyle that they have to live. The other two seem pretty chill. They were just, hey, we're eating curry. Yay, yeah. curry. Did you take your pills today? Yeah, I took my pills today. Yay. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I just, I just want to know. I want to know about the other, the other, um, the other animals. Yeah. Just find out. Let's get a B star side story, slice of life, daily life of animals. <laughs> Let's just make the expanded B stars universe, you know? The B star I mean, cinematic be... universe, the BCU. <laughs> you can get your online get your online degree from BCU. <laughs> yeah, I, I want that. I think Beast Complex takes place in the same world, but I mean, I'm not sure. I mean. I think it does. Don't quote me on it. Or do quote me on it. I don't care. Do whatever you want. <laughs> it's it's good. It's good. It's good. What else is there to talk about? I didn't say I'm not a furry butt a lot in this episode. I really thought I'd have more to say. I was getting too analytical. Well, we didn't talk about Kibi getting his arm ripped off. Yeah, that happened so suddenly. I'm like, oh my god, is this real? <laughs> the manga made it so much funnier because just in the background, there's just... There's just stretches, and I'm like, oh, they're helping each other stretch. And the towel goes, fatality, <laughs> and rips his arm off. And Kiwi's just like, oh, no, not again. Hate, don't you hate when this happens? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if they got into the, uh, the innate carnivore strength before this, then I would have understood it a lot quicker. But I think that plays to the strength of the scene and uh, just how shocking and sudden and casual it was that mm-hmm. uh, we're just in drama club and oh my god, Kibi lost his fucking arm. <laughs> but it was oh, a it- good and shocking segue into you know the innate strain of carnivores and how Reese has to take atrophy pills to make sure that he doesn't crush someone's hand by just shaking it a fun fact i just realized that i should have probably mentioned now that i'm here Mm -hmm. um you know i was talking about baki earlier yeah Uh, it turns out that paro itagaki is the daughter of kisuke itagaki who is the mangaka of baki that's fascinating that is fascinating and they're in the same family yeah, they're in the same magazine too. How cute! I wonder if her dad has like uh, has some ill feelings because her manga is doing better than his. <sighs> I think he's more just angry that she. He's like, why isn't your manga going on for two thousand chapters? Why didn't you make a sequel, B Star series? Why didn't you? Why'd you stop? He's just like, you need never let your work end. I'm creating this wonderful fighting anime of meaty dudes just punching and kicking each other and I'm being beat out by this furry bullshit when can we get a B-Stars Baki crossover (laughs) Baki stars B-Baki B-Baki this is just a fun little fact I thought it was pretty interesting that was interesting just 
It was just a fun fact under her bio. It's just, she's the daughter of manga artist. So I was like, Keisuke Itagaki. I was, I was thinking to myself, ugh, he must be some no name. And then Baki. I said, oh. <laughs> a, fool I've, a fool I look like now. <laughs> Dang. That's wild. So, yeah. But I going back to the before I interrupted with my fun fact. I think the fact that showing, yeah, carnivores can just do this Mm -hmm. just plays off when you finally after that get the reveal that reese is in fact the bad guy yeah and he just destroys that ceiling and just uncoils himself to be massive then you kind of say oh oh they are powerful Mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's really cool and plays up to the next sort of um the next sort of scene or arc with reese but that said i was kind of disappointed with the final um the final fight it was just stomach punch you've beaten me yeah it just kind of ended out of nowhere Mm -hmm. kind of really disappointed but overall the show never really disappointed me i was always constantly engaged perfect netflix show Mm -hmm. because once you pop you can't stop and oh boy i tried to stop it tried to stop me (laughs) But I'm like, if I can't get the VPN to work, I'll just go to kissanime.ru. <laughs> I have, I have means. Don't test me. Yeah, I mean, it's a perfect, it's a perfect, uh, it's a perfect, perfect binge show. Perfect binge show. And I mentioned this on our other Beastars episode that uh, the art style, how it's mostly CG, but they incorporate 2D um or you know, 2D art in certain scenes of certain characters. And I couldn't find the <laughs> distinction as to why. But I found it in watching this season. So in the general scenes, they'll have the 3D characters. But in certain close-ups, like they did for Lando Lustrous, they'll have 2D animation to capture uh, more intricate details. But sometimes they'll have characters in the background that are 2D entirely, especially in the same scene as 3D characters, which is quite off-putting. And I think I found out why. And that's because for one-off characters that might just show up in one or two scenes and never again, they'll make it 2D because that's going to be quicker and easier than making a whole 3D model for them. But for reoccurring characters and characters of importance like even uh even background characters like uh Voss the uh the little the little animal that's that uh sits on the sheepdog's shoulder all the time mm-hmm. like they'll make them 3D because it shows up way more often and mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true but I, I want to see some kind of inf- interview or information that uh, explains this, and that's just my theory. Well, I think your theory is right because I noticed that a lot in this season is that you were using 2D for the uh, the small time characters, you know, one offs, like you were saying. Yeah. Characters who are basically on for, I think, at least two scenes, they made 3D models. They made Cosmo a 3D model, they made the leopard who turned the cage down into a 3d model Mm -hmm. but for some reason or maybe it's for different camera angles because they didn't make the mouse who was running the strip show they didn't make him a 3d model 
Yeah. And they did some other things too. Like, for example, when Lagoshi, uh, when Lagoshi was bloody and scarred, he was 2D. Mm-hmm. Like when the blood was running down on him or like covering his, his eyes, they made him 2D on a close-up shot. But then afterwards, when they backed out, he stopped being 2D and 3D. Maybe it's because they don't want to make models because their models are really beautiful models. Yeah. I know that there is the complaint that, you know, B-Stars runs at like 20 frames per second. <laughs> but there's a lot of detail added in the models. Their eyes can change. They can they express a variety of things. They look very kin to they look they look very good the shading is phenomenal the way they can make mm -hmm. it look like that they have fur just from the shadow lines is beautiful and that and whatever shading they use in their engine is very good that they can change the angle of the shadows Mm -hmm. i think honestly one of the cool the best things that orange does is and i've only i haven't seen land of the lustres to completion but their action scenes look astounding. Mm-hmm. Now, B Stars is primarily, you know, it's primarily talking, so it doesn't always look a hundred percent as good as it could. But I, I do think that you're right, and that characters who are going to be more prevalent will get models, and characters who aren't are going to be two D, which is actually the opposite for anime. You know, mm-hmm. the important ca- unless you're a, <laughs> unless you're X arm. <laughs> But the regular characters are normally 2D because it looks better, and then the 3D characters are just because they don't, they just, you know, they just make them regular. So I think that's a lot of confidence in your abilities if you're going to make what a lot of people kind of cry foul about and just disregard. Mm-hmm. You know, I know so many people disregard, don't even want to watch B Stars just because it's CG anime, which is infuriating because I think B Stars is a really good story, and I think it's it'll hook you if you let it hook you. Yeah. But I mean, just I and I'm not, you know what? I'm not even complaining about it. I'm not saying, oh, well, you're Philistines for not watching Beastars. I get it. It can be off-putting. I mean, it 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 can look like somebody just made. If you're if you're not accustomed to seeing it, you'll just be like, oh, who let who let the furries get into Unity Engine? <laughs> and there's a and looking back, trying to remember some of the scenes, like remembering the uh, the strip club scene with the little rat jumping at the switch. I cannot, now that you mentioned that, I cannot remember if it was 3D or if it was 2D, and I can imagine it in both styles. So it's not like both styles are in contest with each other. They they mesh together to where it can work either or. And it's like the whole uh, Dragon Ball Fighters uh, effect where it you think it looks like the anime from back in, uh, 1990 whatever but it's far superior to the anime you're just remembering it better and that's kind of what's right. happening here I remember it as I want to remember I remember all the best qualities mm-hmm. and I think when you can only remember the best qualities of a show after you finish it you know for example I can't I know there were some hiccups and some things that looked a little bit off-putting mm-hmm. you know there is kind of like this weird issue with 3D models. You can kind of make them look as far away or as close up as you want. Whereas in anime, you kind of have to use a little bit more of a proper technique with that. Yeah. And I think there were some scenes that 
I feel like, and I'm not, I'm looking at this from, like I said, a lateral perspective. I'm not comparing it to the manga because I think at this point they're two separate works because they took out several, so many scenes from this arc. Mm-hmm. Jack had a flashback. Lagoshi had a flashback about how his family and his story, which is kind of upsetting because I really liked Lagoshi's relationship with his grandfather, kind of the story there. It is kind of a separate entity on its own. It takes a very different, uh, it can take a very different sort of stance thematically. So I think reading the manga and watching the anime are not the same equivalent experience, mm-hmm. which is cool, which is cool, which is cool. I think that having that less expressiveness of, you know, being able to be 2D and saying like, oh, they're chibi now. Look at that. <laughs> wow. It makes the show have a different a different sort of theme and a different sort of setting and all that. And it really works well. Yeah. So I think it only works in its favor that it's CG. And there's a lot of subtleties with CG that you can't really do with 2D. Like how a lot of the casual motions are a lot more fluid. Like head tilts. And partic- in particular, one of the early scenes where he's talking with Haru. And Haru just casually drops the fact that they're, she doesn't see them as a couple or something like that. And poor Lagoshi is just trying to smile through it. And you can see the corner of his mouth twitch upward as he's... Like saying, <laughs> yeah, you know it. And it's subtle motions like that, which you can pull off in 3D pretty well because you're already in the program. Just move just move a vertex a little bit. Obviously, it's a lot more complicated than that. But if you have a character rigged properly, then it's a lot more uh, manageable. Whereas in 2D, that's going to be more, fra- more uh, frames and more lines that you're going to have to draw in. So it, there is the advantage of 2D. I think I mentioned this in our last Beastars episode where you can make a lot more subtle motions. Although counter to that, this was a problem that Pixar noticed when they were making Toy Story and something they tried to avoid where if you have a CG model standing still, then the audience is going to notice that right away and say, wow, that looks like an odd statue. Whereas in 2D, especially in anime, you can have a character stand perfectly still for like a whole minute and you won't even bat an eye because, you know, 2D is different and plus with anime, that's what you come to expect. So when a CG character is in a frame, like in one of those 50-50 character frames that this uh, show loves to do, uh, Mm -hmm. where one character is talking and the other one is still, the still character is very noticeable and it's kind of odd with that in mind that because it's anime it's not as egregious because oh they're standing still just like an anime even though it's a cg character standing still and it looks kind of off-putting yeah good points there i think yeah i know yeah. we've talked about that once and it is really noticeable and it's good Good points, good points. I don't know what the final point I was trying to make. I guess I'm just trying to say that Studio Orange really knows how to work the CG and other studios could really take notes on how to properly use CG characters in this way to keep their show looking like ass like Berserk 2016 or just having it look like the the CG anime crosswalk of our nightmares. <laughs> It's all about purposeful intent in your art. Why did you make it CG? Why did you do this? And if you can find the... Because horses are hard. 
<laughs> Fucking CG horses. I'm going to animate JoJo Part 7. <laughs> Damn, JoJo Part 7 got horses. <laughs> All right, well, I think speaking of horses, let's leave a, let's leave some horse reviews, I guess. I don't know. What's a horse review? I don't know. Let's quit beating this horse. Yeah, let's quit beating this dead horse. All right, so it's more B-Stars. What did I give the original B-Stars before I say that? <laughs> I think I gave it a 9. I did not mean to give it a 9. Uh, let's see. What did I give it? Yeah, I gave it a 9. I'm going to change that score real quick. I rewatched B-Stars fairly recently. It's an 8. Anyways, it's more B-Stars. It's more of the same. It's more of the same sort of enjoyable experience. It's the same. You know, it's the same yuff, new season. <laughs> same yuff, new season. And I'm not a furry, but... Some of that yiff's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, Juno, you need to put on, you need to put on a shirt. I'm confused. So it, it, there's more intensity in the drama this time. There's a lot more uh, focus on characters I like, and I feel like it really builds up to maybe nice, make a nice little package. I don't think so. There's more manga to adapt, obviously, but a very fun ride that's hard to put down once you're in it, even if you know what's coming. So that's really the mark of a good show to me. Once again, Orange does a fantastic job of making something that a lot of people might put off and and turn it into something that I think could hook a lot of people who aren't even experienced into anime. Very good show. Very good show. Ergo, 8 out of 10. Okay. I gave the original, the uh, first season, eight out of ten, and I stick with that stu- with that score. Uh, I enjoyed second season a lot more because it picked back up on the plot points that uh, season one took a sideshow to, and I kind of understand why they wanted to establish the mafia and Louis' eventual part in that mafia and how that will play out in season two. But I did enjoy the the murder investigation as well as the return to battling primal instincts, which, you know, is one thing I like to see for a lot of these uh, anthropomorphic uh, societies. As tired as it may get, it's always really nice when something pulls it off well, like Beastars does. So kudos to Studio Orange for continuing to do great CG work in anime, especially with Beastars, that ED was golden, not only on its own, but how it was integrated into the story and into the sequence of the show. And for that reason, I'm going to give Beastars season 2 a 9 out of 10. Dang. Gave it the 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. That's like a mad 11. I fear the day when B-Stars mm-hmm. eventually earns a 10 out of 10. That means we'll have transcended reality. Like, I don't want to be human anymore. I want to be reborn as a cat. <laughs> return. Return to Yif. Reject. <laughs> reject degeneracy. Return to extra normal degeneracy. I'm sorry, my lungfish ancestors. But I'm going to reject your triumph and head back to the sea. Blub blub. <laughs> Man, I really did not say the thing a lot in this episode. I'm very disappointed. I'm disappointed too. There wasn't a lot of there wasn't there was only that one scene with Cosmo. And that was the only one I was like, I'm not a furry, but that's kinda hot. You know, that's basically all it was. 
I mean, what about the scene where you say, "I'm not, not a furry, but I would eat Louis's foot too"? Uh, I already read the manga, and I told—I think I talked about this in our group chat yesterday. But in the manga, he smokes, and that's just very like—it's unattractive to me. Like, I just yeah. don't like my characters who do that and all that. And I kind of, while I was watching it, I was like, "Yeah, Louis, Louis, pretty hot. Louis, pretty hot." But then I was like, "Like, but canonically in the mangas." <laughs> But and so I was just kind of couldn't separate that. I mean, like, obviously, I mean, you know what? I'm no longer, we no longer stay in a, a deer boy. We stay in a wolf boy for sure. Mm-hmm. Legoshi mean, wouldn't smoke. Legoshi <laughs> like would be like. Some cheesy anti-tobacco ads. Yeah, Legoshi wouldn't do it. Why would you? Real B-stars don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, like, you know what? Normally, I was like, yeah, I let the deer mouth, let the deer fuck me in the mouth. Yeah, I let the deer put him not. I mean, like, I'm not a furry, but I let the I let the deer put his 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 deer penis in my butt. But I'm just like, maybe maybe I'm over it. Maybe I'm over it. Maybe maybe I really am not a furry. But you are. Maybe I've just been desensitized. Who knows? I've seen a lot of stuff through this year since we've done B Star, the first season of B Stars. Mm-hmm. I'm not a furry, but I wouldn't mind Pina calling me the wrong name. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not a furry, but I would definitely go to the deer show at least once or twice. I'm not a furry, but that leopard did have a killer fashion sense. Oh, I'm not a furry. I'm not a furry, but that leopard dif- definitely did have great fashion sense. I mean, damn, that burgundy coat with that skirt and them boots. God damn. I mean, I don't like leopard print <laughs> clothes, but I mean, when it's your natural fur pattern, damn. Yeah, it, it looked really, it looked really good. It looked really good on her. Did look like a model. Did look like a model. I'm not a furry, but carnivores for life. I'm not a furry, but I'm tired. <laughs> also, one more side note. Uh, the uh, the bird character's name is Alba. But in the dub, when I heard in the dub, I thought it was Alba for Albatross. And I'm like, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> I, I don't remember what bird, what bird he is, but his name is just Alba. A-O-B-A. <laughs> I think he's like an eagle. <laughs> I think he's like an eagle. I don't know about birds. Uh, yeah, he's a bald eagle. I'm glad that we figured this out. And speaking of figuring things out, I guess I'd figure out this is time for me to close out. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I'm just sitting here. I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to say. I'm like, I didn't do the thing. I feel like I let down the listeners. I didn't do the whole, I'm a degenerate. I just was like, yeah, that was pretty cool. I was mostly thinking like, yeah, the character relations in this episode, this show were really good. And I really liked the development of characters. And I was never thinking like, man, I'd really want to, I didn't ever think like, man, I'm not a furry, but I'd really let that wolf. mm." Let that wolf what? Mm, You know what? I'd let that I'd let that wolf woo me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm tired. I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm not a furry, but I definitely quote unquote fall asleep in the moon room. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more wolves at that school. 
Ah, woo. Oh, God. We're not furries, but we have been the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. We have been your hosts, Matt and Audrey. Catch us every Sunday at church on our website at otakumelancholy.com where you can find our previous episodes uh, and as well as our other streaming sites where we're hosted. Also, you'll find our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Join the Discord and post snake ludes. In the, appro- in the appropriate channel. Yeah, the, the snake lude channel. If you can't see it, then you haven't proved your worth. <laughs> and... I may not be a furry, but I know a woman who lived with animals for way too long and it's a spe- This is from Jane Goodall. I, I feel bad. I mean, like, I don't know. She studied the chimpies. The chimps are cool. Chimps are cool. Chimps are cool. Anyways, as Jane Goodall once said, only if we understand will we care. Only if we care will we help. Only if we help shall all be anime. <sighs> Powerful stuff. Powerful. Why don't they have any? Why don't they have any gorillas or monkeys at the school? Uh, because they might evolve, become humans. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Also, they'd be too strong, as Joe Rogan once stupidly said. You ever seen a chimpanzee? He don't work out. He'll rip your dick off. What? Yeah. What? He's always talking about chimps, about how strong they are, and they don't even work out. And he's saying, imagine if they worked out. Oh, rip your dick off. <laughs> really? It's all Joe Rogan talks about. He's smoking weed and talking about strong-ass chips and telling, uh, uh, what's his name? I said his name all the time. Um, uh, pull that shit up. <laughs> I have never listened to the Joe Rogan show. All right, here, here's the Joe Rogan experience for you. Joe, I think this. Guest, I think that. Joe, I think that. <laughs> Joe, is in, Joe is intrigued by your, by your statements, wise one. Joe also thinks the sun revolves around the earth. <laughs> Imagine if a gorilla. Yo, what if gorillas lifted, yo? God. Guest. Bye bye. Guest. I think we should. I, I believe firearms should be a constitutional right, Joe. I agree. Guest. I believe we should keep kids in cages, Joe. I don't disagree. <laughs> Joe, I give controversial people a platform to spew their conspiracy theories, and I don't disagree with them, further expanding them to a wider audience. (laughs) Anyways. We need to go. Bye bye. (laughs) Take care. Go, Bate. You just do your best. (laughs) You come to me (coughs) on the day of my daughter's wedding. I don't know. Just, just do your best, man. Just, 
be a furry if you gotta. Let's, right. let's say this. I, I think I, I, th- I coughed. I actually vomited a little bit. Oh my god. Sick as hell. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I no, I literally like in the middle of that coughing feel like some 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 pink stuff came out. I'm Oh god. This is it for me, guys. This is Craig, keep this all in. I need I need help. <laughs>